welcome to my channel and I appreciate you both for joining me. How are you? We're big fans of you, by the way. So we're happy. I love you guys. Very big fans. I met you at BravoCon for the first time and watching you, just both of you have this infectious energy in the way that you treat people, the way that you are together. I mean, Dolores, especially we've been watching you on TV for a while now, and everyone's always rooting for you because you don't deviate from who you are. It's not like you're ever giving us a character. You're always true to who you are and showing your family life and everything in between. And we just wanted to see that happy ending. I know we're not married or anything yet, but I feel like this is a great start. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you. It is a great start. It's a lot of what I've always been looking for. And it's nice. It's nice to have somebody that's with you all the time that wants to be a part of what you're doing. I'm very independent. So to have somebody come into my life that does all these things with me, even comes to doctor's appointments with me. I mean, just everything. Just not the and gynecologist. Not uh, the guy. No, no. But <laughs> if you, if I let you plastic you surgery, I'm, I'm good with the plastic surgery, but anything else. Yeah, no, it's been, we've been through a lot together since we've met. Paul's had a heart procedure. Um, he had a lot of surgery in his mouth with his teeth and everything. And uh, I've done some things. So we've been through a, a lot in a short amount of time. Wow. It would be, it would be fair to say that Dolores has given me a semi makeover. A semi makeover. All right. Dolores is like, I'm going to get you glammed up for the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I like I that. Didn't have to do, I didn't have to go far to glam him up. He's the most glam guy I've ever been with. So, I mean, they say that you can tell a lot about how someone takes care of themselves or how they are based off of how they keep their home. And based off of what we're watching on the show, Paul, it looks like you have it pretty together over there. So, I don't Thank think that you. Dolores had a lot of work to do. I did nothing in that house. So she that put, bothers me a little stamp. bit right now, by the way. Huh? She's putting her stamp on it for sure. She, yeah, she's like, well, I my just, clothes, my she's like, I just fell on in the shower. That's like my whole stamp. It's the <laughs> oh, butt imprint in the shower. True because everything's marble, everything's shiny. Everything is not like livable. It's just not supposed to be. You're not supposed to be like, it's like an ice skating ring in the shower. Mm. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you have talked about this before, but I was so curious since we have watched your life play out on TV. Have you ever really discussed the timeline of your relationship or how you two even met? We have. So we're together about uh, it'll be two years in like the summer. Paul, wow. when we first met, Paul was actually in Ireland, too, for a while. We met. We were supposed to be on a blind date. And then both our phones broke at the same time. And Paul thinks I set it up. I didn't. And uh, we met at the Apple store like three days before our first date. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. And then the rest is history. Here we are. And the rest and is history. And then yeah. we spoke for, I think, like three hours. We left the Apple store. We went to Panera Bread and sat there and talked for about three hours. It was a very cheap first date. If you call out the first day, it was very cheap. It was Panera Bread, some cookies and some green tea. But the second date wasn't too cheap. What was that wine you ordered, Paul? Show off? <laughs> abacus. Oh, okay. He's like, I'll make up for the Panera Bread date. I'll make yeah, up over did. here with the Abacus. Now, uh, yes. since then, we got Paul on the show this season. This is like our first real season getting to know you. This is not the most normal situation. I feel like it's not the most conventional situation to, to have cameras in your face, 
following a fairly new relationship. How has that been for you, Paul? Um, the relationship has been great. Um, so the cameras was a little tricky at the start, uh, just because, you know, there's a lot of different characters in that whole reality world. Um, but Dolores, you know, I've always said this, but she's made it very comfortable. You know, she told me, just be natural, just be normal, be yourself, you know, maybe minus all the F-bombs and just be normal. <laughs> she said, you'll, you'll do just fine. And just, you know, I follow her lead. And, and that was what I really done. So, um, I mean, like what you see so far for me, like, it's kind of like funny me looking at it. Cause that's really, that's really us. So it's like, nothing's edited. There's nothing, you know, choppy change. It's kind of natural the way it is. And that's how we are. We're kind of, we kind of like being a little bit goofy with each other. Um, and again, it's just, she makes it, you know, when you meet her and you talk to her, she just makes, it just makes you feel comfortable. And, and, and then when you are her significant daughter, she goes that extra step forward, right? So she makes you feel even more comfortable. Um, and, and so did the camera crew. They were pretty good people too. We have an amazing production crew. You forget that they're there. And that's the best thing because they're just so nice. You know, they're, they're there to make, not make you feel nervous. It makes their job worse. They kind of become like a little family. And by the way, Paul, be careful with your answers here because I'm now going to go to my husband after this and raise the bar and be like, <laughs> you are no Dolores and I need you to step it up. And he's going to be like, okay, Adam, no more interviews for you. We're capped for the week. No. So Dolores, was that a little nerve wracking to introduce Paul to the rest of the cast or did that just feel seamless for you? Uh, I wasn't nervous because I'm very proud to show him off. Right. And and I was looking forward for everybody to meet him. But on the other hand, what I, I don't like is being very affectionate in front of people and showing like and being vulnerable and showing how I am with somebody because I'm really not like that before. Right. I'm, I'm right. not. That's not typically me. I'm a tough girl and I'm private with my feelings, even to myself. Like I don't express my feelings very well and things like that. So. I knew that that was going to be something that I was going to do. And, and that I'm like, sh I guess you call it shy about, you know, I come right. from a world, I grew up private, but not even private mom. Like I grew up in a world that I grew up in the seventies and eighties in a, in an Italian Irish neighborhood. Like you don't just like, you, you don't kiss your boyfriend in public. You don't sit on his lap. You don't show your affections to anybody. You don't kiss your friends. Hello. You don't tell people you love them. You just don't do these things. So th this is Patterson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is, so you're like deep down, we still have the Patterson Dolores and it's, it's taking us out of our shell a little bit. Yeah. Oh, are so you an affectionate like guy? I was not. No, oh. I okay. was not. Um, just because again, where I grew up, I'm from Ireland, right? So, you know, people probably hate on me saying, oh, we're very affectionate. Um, it's just, it just was never really me, but Dolores is definitely, you know, persuaded me to be more comfortable in that, in that kind of feeling. That's so funny that two people who really come from backgrounds of not being that affectionate, bring out the affection in each other. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we know that a lot I of the my girlfriends calling me and saying all the things you told me that I was a simp. I was a big was, I was like an asshole, like back off. You're, you look like an idiot with your boyfriend. Now we're going to tell you, you look like an idiot with your boyfriend. Uh, Chill out. They're, they're like, we're going to give you some hell, Dolores. I deserve uh, it. I my, deserve friends are, my friends are calling me gone. Don't ever come back. To <laughs> no, 
no, you know, and that's okay. Listen, if that's what they're calling you about, I think that I think we're doing okay here, guys. I think we're doing okay. And I had a big question for you because I'm one of the biggest, just on this side with the channel and talking with a lot of the Bravo fans, I'm one of the biggest advocates for your relationship because for the longest time, we have a mutual friend, Dolores, uh, Joey Santos, and he just raves about you and how much he loves you. And I always could tell that you are exactly who you are on camera, off camera. And we watch you through so many ups and downs in just friends, family, everything. So now I think everybody is just celebrating this relationship and loving seeing it on TV. Yeah, they seem to be. And you were always an advocate of us before people even met Paul. 100%. Right, Paul? You know, listen, honestly, at BravoCon, hey, Valerie, at, at BravoCon, um, I was a little starstruck when I met you. No. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, I, and I, I said, I said to Dolores, I'm like, you know, handsome guy, well put together. Uh, but like you command that kind of like, you know, cool respect and like you're a fair guy. So, you know, just wanted to put that out there. So you've been a big advocate of, of us and, you know, I appreciate that. Wow. I didn't even expect to come on here and get that. I love you guys. I'm coming to Jersey. I'm coming to the cold. Dolores said, who wants to be in the cold? I'm like me. I'm checking in right now today. And I'm not going to Patterson, but I'll skip that neighborhood and just head right over to where you're at. Now, we know that a lot of the hype this season, of course, everyone's waiting for the big wedding and all of that. But that brings me to my next question, because you just said you're you're not used to being that affectionate. And hopefully one day we do if you want a wedding, we do get to see a wedding. That's if you want one. We don't push that. It took no, me no 10 years in my relationship to get married. So I get that. But if you ever decided to, now after going to Teresa's wedding and seeing the whole production of it all, would you want to invite cameras into that? Or would you want That's to keep that? That's a good question. And I just asked Paul that like two days ago. What was it? A couple of days ago, Paul. And I said, what kind of wedding would you want? Because we were talking about Teresa's wedding. And what did you say? Um, a little extravagant, but not like massive. It's like I wanted it to be like if I was going to like, I wanted to be more active. I want people involved. I don't want people to come and drink and sit there and just for party. I want activities and to make it like a fun weekend and not just like about one day and one time frame to time frame. That's kind and would of you I, I wouldn't mind. Ha- I would not mind having cameras there for that. Would you, Paul? It, you know, it's all relative. It depends on who's going to be there, who's not going to be there, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. And I'll tell you, Adam, with Teresa's wedding, they they allowed the cameras to a certain extent. And then they said, OK, it's time for us to enjoy our wedding and you can go now. But it's really special to be able to have it captured the way that they have their wedding captured. Yes. And all the work that they put into it. You have to understand, like, cameras... To have cameras in your life are like a, a gift. Even Teresa will say now, I have my parents on camera when I would have never had moments like that with them that I could look back on. So yeah, you can hire a videographer at your wedding, but it's not going to be the same as a full-on camera crew for a television show. Right. It's like the best home movies ever. I think Chris Jenner always says that about the Kardashians, she, but it rings true. Yeah, it is true. And then the other thing is that you know, you know what you signed up for. So the people in our lives that have accepted us into their home every week to watch us in, in, 
in their and in their living room or wherever they're watching it and getting together with their friends. They've invested their time into our lives. I feel like I owe it to them, number one, to be honest, and to share what's going on in my life with them because they are vested. They 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 care about me when I meet them on the street. They couldn't be any nicer. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I know you. I go, but you do. And and I, I don't call people fans. I call them friends. So I would want everyone to be a part of something like that for me. Oh, that's super sweet. You know, look at the finish on that. I think it's whatever Dolores would want at the end. It would be, you know, what I would, what I would go for. So it's more direction of what she really wants. Dolores, we're keeping this guy around. I know. When, when do I get to hear that too much? (laughs) So now my next question is, and listen, we love, we love the dynamics on the show. We love having Frank, but we know that there's so many different dynamics right between everybody and including your own family but with that aside your personal family with your kids and paul and your family was that a challenge at all to merge because i mean and i hate to throw my own personal anything out there but my parents have been married collectively i believe it's like 11 times now and it's always merging families and then it's a divorce and then we you know so yeah do you stay in it's, touch with the people though after the divorce? I'm sh- no, no. After like the third time, I just kind of became numb to it. Like, right here, okay, here. you're going to be here for like two years, then you're going to go, and then we'll never talk again. Like, it, uh, you know. I guess I I think it's all relative, right? To each person, it's every right. situation is different. Um, you know, Paul didn't bring anyone in, into the life of his family before this. So this is kind of specific, but like our kids are older, Adam, right? They're adults now. They have their own lives. So was it hard to merge? No, they're they're both, as far as me and Frank and Paul and his ex, we both raised our kids the same way. So when they came together, they were kind of, they kind of got, they get along really well, which is good, of course, because you wouldn't like sometimes kids from a different family come in and they were raised differently or they're like, different than your kids. And then it's like all weird and awkward for everyone, but it wasn't like that at all. I think our kids on both ends are much more mature than both parents. (laughs) Okay. I like that answer. So then it's, it's a happy merger. Now, another question that a lot of the fans have, because we feel like Paul's sort of a mystery man right now. We're just getting to know him and people are Let's talk about Paul. I want to hear this. Let's talk about about Paul. Adam, go for it. The Paul of it all, Paul, we want to know, like, what's your background, your career? I mean, we we see you with Dolores. We see, you know, the beautiful home and how how great of a guy you are. But nobody really knows. What do we do? First one to ask, Adam. First hey, one to I'm invested the, here. I'm legitimately invested. Because he's because his questions he's you're caring for. You want to know the depth. It's not just the surface. So uh, I have an electrical contracting company in New York City. I've been in this country for 23 years, um, collectively between anywhere 100 staff to 200 staff, give or take. We work in pretty high-end residential. So um, so we've been very fortunate to meet some really good people along the way through the network of people that I have here. And, you know, when I came to this country, it was like kind of, you know, there's an opportunity here you're in America. If you're going to make it anywhere, you can make it in America, right? So they're, they're so good. They wrote a song about it. Um, and that's what I did. I put my head down. I followed people that I really taught were like doing really well. And they weren't afraid to let me 
know what took them to get there. Some people just don't want you to know. Some people are very like, well, know this much, but I'm not going to tell you the rest. The people that I was around very fortunate to me, they let me see the path. And when I got to a point, they said, it's time for you to go do this yourself. And that's that's pretty much what I done. So, you know, a lot of a lot of years I went to the office at 6 a.m. and I left at maybe 8 p.m. I put a lot of work in. Um, a lot of people helped me, a lot of people support, still there. And that's pretty much that's that's my background, you know. That's 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 what I that's what I've done so in this country. So they just like kicked you out of the nest saying pretty much you either fall or fly, it's time. That's it. It's yeah. shit or get off the paw, as we say. In better our- get off the paw. I'd like hey. to hear Paul's story of the day before he came to this country. You know, he came here really not knowing anyone and he had to leave his whole family behind. He still has no family here. Wow. And well, then- I hadn't, I hadn't any family here, but now I've got my beautiful kids and now yeah. Dolores and her extended family. It's great. Yeah. So we have a full family now and, you know, perfect. With, with that, a very good family. I, I think too, I love hearing these stories, especially when you you kind of come with nothing and then you just you have the drive and you have what it takes to build so much and such a beautiful life and the life that you have built. And now you just keep adding to it. We've added Dolores and her family and you just keep making it better and better. Some could say that this is even the American dream. And that's what it is. I think that it's such it's something to celebrate at the end of the day. And, you know, another thing too, that I love about you both is Dolores over here, besides you and your daughter's love for animals, I'm just obsessed with that. But you're so passionate about, you know, your charities and your work and what you do to help people. You always just want to pay it forward and give back. And I kind of wanted to touch on that for a second too, Dolores, because last night we got the episode of you throwing the charity softball game, which we love watching. I feel like we need one every single season and we raised an extra $20,000. So we did beat the 180 and hit 200. Have you, are you working with any other charities right now? Are we still kind of, I mean, where are we at? Always working with charities, Adam. Thank you for asking. I have a, it's called the Fashion with Compassion at St. Joseph's Hospital in Patterson, where we have uh, a lot of the kids that are in the cancer ward, they get to dress up and walk Mm -hmm. down the aisle and they do like a little fashion show and that raises a lot of money. I work with hospitals that are based mostly on charity, like Maimonides and St. Joe's. So they turn no one away and they need the most donations, but they don't get the biggest donations because not a lot of people know of them. They don't have the money to really, um, I want to say, market themselves. So that's where I come in and I say, uh, what can I do? Like, so Fashion with Compassion, I believe there was maybe 200 people my first time, my first season, my first time on Housewives. Um, They invited me to this and it was, I think, maybe 180 to 200 people. Now we have 1,000 people every year. Wow. And the same thing with the Maimonides softball game. We went from, I don't know, like maybe 800 first game to now we have over 3,500 coming. So that, and then I, I work with my animal rescues, which have my heart, like my God, you know, my, uh, also my um, women's shelters in Patterson. I just drove past there and dropped off a bunch of clothes on my way here to my mom's. So I always have people dropping stuff off at my house for them because I say everyone has something to give, even if it's a smile or a prayer, really it is like pray for 
people you don't know. Like I always prayed for missing kids, like bring them all home. You know, I always think about the people in the world. I'm, I wish I didn't know as much as I know, but I do. Right. And, and it's, I mean, it's super important to just acknowledge what you do with that information. It's not like you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. You know, I can't think about this because it'll affect my energy or make me, you know, just like think about it and be sad. And I just want to be happy. So I'm going to ignore it. That's not how you approach this. You're like, I want to give back. I want to do better. We should all be doing better. And I love that about you, Dolores. And kind of to segue here, there's another thing that I really appreciate about you. And I understand it's a part of the job. But a lot of the housewives, especially with your franchise this season, sometimes can't they can't help themselves but go on social media and maybe get a little bit messy. And I feel like we never see that from you. I feel like you're always staying out of it. You're like, I'm not getting paid to go on Twitter and argue with you. I'm getting paid to have the cameras around. So when the cameras are not around, I don't have time for that. That's exactly it. Listen, before I even knew what social media was, I think I started... Uh, I remember that I was so excited. I hit a thousand followers and I turned to the producer, Dorothy Turan, and I was like, oh my God, I just hit a thousand followers. And I was really, and I didn't know the impact that social media would have seven years ago. We didn't know what impact social media would have yet. We kind of did, but we didn't know you could promote things, make money from it, whatever. But there was like bad stuff going on, right? There was a lot of negativity at the time. You used it to fight. I think before we used it for anything else. And and I said, I'll never use it for anything bad. I just won't. There are times I could go back on and post something and fight with someone, but then how can I do that? And then have the credibility to ask somebody support me in my charities. I have to be an example and I have to be someone that people trust. And that's what I wanted always. I love that. I love that. And we all know, I think it's Vicki Gumbelson who says this a million times over. You need a job because after reality TV, like, what do you have? And I always love to ask this question in my interviews with Bravo Talent because I do wonder what does life look like eventually, let's say 20 years from now, when the cameras go down, what does that look like for you? Adam, um, I am 50 going on. I'm on the back end of 52. Oh, I am. Ma, I am too. I'm 50 <laughs> years old. I'm going to be 53. And, yes, it is. You, you, were, off. you don't know. You anyway. told me you were 50. I'm 53 years old, Adam. I want to see your driver's license right now. This is when people retire. This is... This is the time of my life where, you know, <laughs> let's talk about retirement, actually. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> retirement, Paul Connell. Oh. Uh, yeah. So 20 years from now or five years from now, I want to sit back and I want to look at my kids doing very well. I want to be with hopefully Paul on a beach somewhere. And um, I just want to be settled I, I don't want any worries or cares. I want everybody to be healthy. And I just want to, you know, I, I lived my life. I never, um, I always lived my life very responsibly, Adam. And, and I just hope that it stays that way. And I can sit back someday and just live off the hard work I've always done, including my kids. And if I can, I'm going to live off them because, you know, they're pretty successful. I mean, why, why else? Like, why have kids if you can't live off of them, right? That's it. Yeah, that's the that's whole point. 
That's the shtick of it. And you also said, by the way, you noted at the beginning of this that who likes cold weather? Then you said somewhere on a beach. I'm sitting down here in Palm Beach and it's pretty nice. So Snowbird, if I could talk somebody into it. Okay, Paul. She's talking to you. I can't even get it. I can't get three days out of him right now. He's very busy. I need a long weekend. Oh, now I get the retirement thing. Okay. Now I get it. It's landing here. Coming true, right? <laughs> now, fans also want to know, and this is totally personal, so you can tell us to pee off over here, but Dolores, you've always just kind of had this way of letting us know, I will not move in with somebody fully until I am engaged to be married. Has anything changed with that? Another one, no one's asked me. And I was waiting since the beginning of the season to hear that. So um, the thing with that was when I met Paul, Paul said the right things and the intention was there. And that was enough for me. Like if I'm in your life, um, I'm not dating to date. I'm looking for a future. I, if I'm in your life, I have to be able to take care of you. You have to let me do things for you. You know what? That's all I was looking for. It's not asking for a lot, but I was looking for the intentions, which Jojo taught me, our friend, Jojo Sanchez, Joey Sanchez. It's the intentions behind what somebody means to you and says to you. So at that point that you understand the intentions and that's obviously changing. I mean, so now you've kind of broken your own rule because. You follow in your heart, right? I right. love that. Rules. You can break rules. You can deviate from them. You can't always stay. Life changes all the time. And things aren't always going to play out the way they want them to. I mean, you know, sometimes your plans are ruined that you had for yourself because a relationship doesn't go well. Or I didn't ever get married to get divorced so young. I'm now divorced 25 years. But But I found that because things deviated from what I wanted them to be, it worked out better for me. You don't always have to stick to that plan. That worked out better for me, actually. Oh, (laughs) it it works out for everyone. And you're right, too. You kind of have to evolve as life goes and kind of just go with the flow and figure it out. It's not always set in stone and what you think it might be. No, it's not. They say when you make a plan, God laughs. Oh, well, he's not, nobody's laughing at you both right now, but (laughs) Dolores, Paul, thank you so much for your time. I know that you're both so busy and you have a lot going on. I really appreciate this. And it's just so great to talk to you. I can't wait to hopefully catch up with you. I have to take a picture of you because you're so Capricorn. Smile. Very handsome. Isn't he so handsome? Paul, take a better picture. I don't take good pictures. Can you send her a selfie? I'm going to send you a selfie. I'm going to tag you in something you know, as soon as this know, is up. She's so used to just being like, when we go out anywhere, she's like, can you take a photograph? Can you take a photograph? Can you take a photograph? So that's just the default of Doris asking me to take a photograph. Actually, before we go, is that ever weird for you, Paul? Or was it weird at no, first? I love it. I love it. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. Um, and the cooler part is she never says no. Like she could have rolled out of bed, dragged herself into the car, have like planned nothing that morning. She, people walk up, can I take a photograph? Absolutely. She, you know, and, and they're like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, listen, without you, I don't have a job. She says, this, like, that's how, that's, that's how she looks at it. And, you know, I'm only taking the photograph and I'm kind of like this, 
because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get a chance to brush my teeth around. And I literally have to go and have to run out to grab something. Well, so, you wake up in the middle of the night and do your yeah. hair. Don't think that I ever once, Adam, that he walks out of the house, not as perfect oh as he is. Oh this is hilarious to me. And to be fair, that is that is an amazing quality about you because as we know, and I don't have to name any names, Ramona Coaster, not everybody <laughs> is so sweet when it comes to fans coming up and just acknowledging how much they love you and how much you've done for them and how much watching you has helped them. So just the fact that you even do that and you take the time, it just, it's a testament to who you are. And again, I'm really lucky to be in this position. I really am. I don't take it for granted one day. She deserves it. She deserves to be there because she's out of everybody. She's being true. And Dolores, you're not going anywhere. We still have you on our screens. You're not going anywhere. Five years from now. a nice photograph behind you. I I like that. We're keeping you right here. And thank uh, you. You're actually, from where I'm looking, I'm pretty sure you're right there in the middle. So I thought that was Photoshopped, Adam. I didn't know I was in the middle. And then when it came out, I, I, I took, like, people started to congratulate me. I'm like, no, no, that's just somebody made that. That's she was walking around the kitchen going in the middle, in the middle. No, in I middle, was. In the middle. <laughs> Somebody made it all right, and their name is Bravo TV. <laughs> Dolores, <laughs> Paul, now I will wrap my um, questions here. And again, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun, and I thank really you. appreciate you guys. You. I can't wait to see more. Watch you guys every Wednesday night. And I can't wait to see how the rest of this season plays out. Obviously, for everyone watching, this is this is an interview to get to know Dolores and Paul. This is not a spoiler. We're not trying to spoil the season. That's the excitement of it. We get to watch it every Wednesday, and then we get to talk about it after. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank Bye, you. guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.